Today's episode is brought to you by Quip. Quip out there trying to get your teeth all nice and your breath all fresh. Also, today we're brought to you by Me Undies. They are the undies that I have on me and have for some time. We'll talk about that as well. Now, let's jump into this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time for Ghost and Friend Dog. Ghost and Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning. Live, 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 you came with the same energy I had, the same I intensity. Did. I like it. You were like, "Good, come on, man, no, no." Now I'm wiped out. <laughs> it got. was a lot. <laughs> Admittedly, it was a lot. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? Normally, I'm like, "How are you doing?" But all I know is I saw you tweet that your car got hit by like the trash man, and you've been walking everywhere. So I figured we'd jump right into that one. Let me tell you, it has <laughs> been a week. So. I think Monday, uh, yeah, it was Monday. Monday, I go out to my car, and I don't remember why I was going out to my car, uh, but I do know that as I was going out there, this is like 2 in the afternoon or so, I was walking out to my car, and like a guy is sitting there taking photos of my car. And I walked up like, uh, excuse me, sir? <laughs> you know, because I was like, time out. What is this guy? What does this guy want? I was like, excuse me, sir? Um, pardon? What is this? And the guy, as he turned to look at me, because I thought he was taking photos of my license plate and stuff. And I was like, uh, what? But as he turned to look at me, I saw that in the back of my car was like a perfect circle in my rear window that was completely shattered in. Like a perfect circle. And I was like, what the hell? And he was like, dude, I saw this here and I was like going to report it and, you know, take the photos and submit it to the police. And I was like, what happened? He's like, I got no clue, dude. And so... He, like, went inside. He's like, as long as you got it. I'm like, yeah, I guess I got it. So <laughs> I walked around the car, and I noticed that, yeah, besides this hole in my my rear window, that it appeared, like, around the car was trash, right? You could see that there was, like, a half a cake and, like, um, a half container of some sort of zucchini salad thing <laughs> and then, like, a Topo Chico bottle that was partially broken, and then a bunch of other garbage. But there wasn't, like, a bag or anything. It was just, like, garbage. Free treasures. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and But also on the back of my car was part of that cake. So it's, like, whatever hit, it, like, landed probably all in a clump, bounced off the windshield, shattered the windshield, and, like, fell on the ground. And so I was like, oh, my God, what happened? And as I'm sitting there trying to figure it out, around me are the garbage men from the city in their giant garbage trucks. And I watch them as they pick up the garbage bins shake them violently over the back of their of the car of the truck right. and then i'm watching garbage fall off the sides i'm like oh my god these guys literally did this right in front of my car <laughs> and they shattered the window and then just kept going <laughs> so i went over and i took a photo of of one of their vehicles so i could get the number and like i went back and started taking photos and doing all this stuff you know, called insurance, called the cops, called everything, and insurance was like, well, check the inside of the car, make sure there's no damage. So I'm like, I I'm really uncomfortable doing this. Like, don't worry, check the inside. It's like, okay. So I open the car door, look inside, and as I close the car door, the entire rear window shatters. <laughs> Crumbles in <laughs> on the inside of the car. So now I'm like, okay, what do I do? They're like, well, your options are 
you can take this, you can take your car to a dealer, uh, uh, not a dealer, to like a workplace, you know, like a car. Right. <laughs> what is happening? Mechanic what is, what, is what mechanics, the kids call thank them. you. <laughs> <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> to a workplace where people pound cars. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I was thinking there. But uh, <laughs> so like you can go to a mechanic. Um, the one that we would like to send you to is in this place called Alhambra. And I was like, that is so far away. They're like, well, yeah, we'll get you, we'll get you towed there. I'm like, okay. And they're like, do you have AAA? I was like, uh, I used to, I don't anymore. And they're like, well, if you did, it would be a free tow. But since you don't, we're gonna have to charge you for the tow. I'm like, wait, my insurance company is gonna charge me for the tow? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not how this works at all. And they're like, well, you could just drive it there since it's only the rear windows damaged and nothing, you know, it doesn't appear like anything else is damaged. And I was like, are you? What if I just take it to a place? Down the block. I'm not comfortable driving this car. I'm not. I, I don't want to do anything. There's a place literally down the street. What if I take it there? And they're like, uh, they're not within our like preferred. Th like they're gonna charge you more, and we're only willing to pay so much. And so there's gonna be a different we're gonna, a difference. We're gonna have to go out of pocket. And I was like, either way, I'm going out of pocket. Is what you're telling me. And they're like, well, you know, it's just that's the way that we. And I was like, this is the. Why am I paying you money if you're like, well, either way, you're going to have to pay your own money on this. And I was like, and they're like, well, you could file a police report and then take it up with the city since it was a city garbage truck that did it. And I was like, all right, well, since I've got plenty of free time, I guess that's what I'm going to go do now. So <laughs> I uh, spent the day with uh, dear editor Mari cleaning out the, we put on gloves and cleaned out all of the broken glass put it in a trash bag, like sat there straight up, just like cleaning the back of my car. <laughs> then I then I drove it to the place to get worked on and they were like, all right, we'll be in touch with your insurance. And then I was like, all right. So I got an Uber back to the office. Then <laughs> at the office was like, all right, boop, 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 boop. Filed a police report. And I was like, do I, what should I, you know, do here? Cause it's very obvious to me at least that it was the uh, trash guys that did this. All right. And they're like, well, you could take it up with the city but the city is going to require a lot of evidence. And I was like, well, I have all these photos. And like, do you have evidence that it actually occurred? It was them. And I was like, I mean, if this was a, a trial case, I bet we could convict. Like, I was like, the, <laughs> yeah. ev the preponderance of evidence, what was going on around me at the time, I feel like we could convict. And they're like, well, you need to have it caught on film. So then I proceeded to walk up and down the street looking for <laughs> buildings with cameras pointing in the direction of my car. Oh my and God. then... I find a guy who it's it's this uh, I think it's like a recording studio or something and they have multiple cameras and I was like knock 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 hey I know you don't know me uh, my car got you know the back of it got messed up and the camera you have right here in this corner was pointing directly at it and I was wondering if I could get that footage or if the police could get that footage that would be really helpful uh, I think the city messed up my car and they were like, yeah, 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 dude, I got you. And he's like, give me your number and, like, if you can hook me up with your license so, you know, we know it's you. And you can, like, scratch out all the information just, like, you know, so we see your name. And I was like, I got you, dude, I got you. He was like, cool, we'll get back to you. He messaged me, like, do you know what time it took place? And I was like, you know, between 11 and 3 on Monday. And he was like, okay, we'll get back to you. Nothing. I've heard nothing. I messaged them every day. Like, any updates? Nothing. I'm like, oh, cool. They ghosted me. So now... I, I'm worried that what's on that video is like the mayor threw a thing at my car directly. <laughs> like something crazy. Like why wouldn't they message me back? Yeah. So I've been I've been harassing them and they haven't sent me a message. So no matter what, 
I don't know what's going to happen there. But so far, I'm out of pocket for the experience because everyone's like, well, we don't want to mess with the city because it's going to be hard to get money out of them. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I, I haven't had a car. Um, thankfully, I only live like a mile and a half away from the office, so it isn't that big of a deal. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll just walk to the office every day. And if I need to go anywhere else, I will simply uh, get, a, get a lift or something. And that's what I've been doing. And they were like, well, it should take between four to eight business days to get this all wrapped up. And I'm like, oh, boy. So as of, you know, Friday, that was four business days. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully I'll have my car back this week. But, uh, yeah, I've started walking. This is what, what I've been doing. That is, I mean, at least you're getting your exercise in, you know. It's true. I have, um, I, I, because I, you know, I'm a sucker for like getting stuff. Uh, <laughs> I found an app on the internet because I was like, oh, it'd be fun to sort of gamify the walking, right? Because I can come up with a million excuses of like, oh, today I don't want to walk to work because like I could just take this Uber and it'd be easier, right? And then you know, I get there faster or whatever. And so I felt like maybe I should gamify stuff. And make it a little bit more fun to just do the walk. And um, so I found an app. I think it's called Conqueror. Um, it's on, uh, at least for me, iPhone. But the whole point is it's like, hey, you are going to walk anyway. So why not make the walks you do a little more fun? And so as an example, you can, you can buy into, um, you know, the different adventures they have and they're all kind of like um around the world tour kind of bits so for example the one that i'm doing is the incan trail which is literally what my dad and i did right mm -hmm. and so the incan trail is like you know you're going up to machu picchu and i was like oh cool and it's like yeah it's 26.2 miles and you can set like a time goal for yourself of how you want to do it and then in the app itself, it like has different views of the trips. So you can actually like see where you are in, while walking the trip. And um, for every 20% that you walk, they plant a tree. And there are people from all over the world doing it. So you can judge yourself based on those people. And then at the end, they literally send you a, like a medal. Like a badass looking medal that's like, <laughs> hey, you walked, you walked this trail. And I was like, I'm doing this. I'm putting down the money. I'm making this happen. And so, yeah, uh, over four days of walking back and forth to work, I've walked 14.2 miles. Woo. And I'm like, hell yeah. So, yeah, I'm 14.2 miles, and I have 12 miles remaining before I complete the Incan Trail. And then because I enjoyed it so much, I went and I bought another trail, which is... I think I got uh, the English Channel. Like, if you were swimming the English Channel, how long it would take. And so that's what I got. I got the English Channel. So now the next one I'm going to do is however long the English Channel is. And I was like, this is great. So I may just continue to walk to work just because it's easy. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I can, I can walk there and walk. I will say, during the morning, way easier. Way. It's, like, nice and cool and... In the afternoon when I walk home, I walk in the door of my apartment covered in sweat. It's so hot. I'm like, oh, God. So, <laughs> yeah. But it's like it's not it's not a hard walk. It takes maybe, I don't know, 35, 40 minutes. And, um, yeah, it's just I put on music or I put on a podcast and go. It's yeah. easy. 
<laughs> it is. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, as long as you got something to listen to. Uh, actually, I mean, even if you're just kind of, you know, walking and chilling, I still think it's not bad just taking in the scenery. I, I mean, like it is. Yeah, it is. It is kind of nice to see, uh, you know, the this section of L.A. where it's a little touristy. So there's like actually stuff to look at. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Not just, you know, sadness. Yeah, not just like, you know, the hustle and bustle of the big city. You know, everyone here is pretty chill. Tons of people are walking around, and at night, uh, it's like young kids on bikes in, like, bike gangs. It's very weird. (laughs) A lot of bike gangs. Not, like, cool bike gangs. Like, really nerdy bike gangs. Like, come on, dudes. They all smell like pot, but they are like... All right, guys, let's go. <laughs> Ridiculous. Are they wearing like uh, the biker gear, or are they just straight up like high kids? No, they're on like bikes? bicycle kids. They're they're bicycle kids in oh. white t-shirts and like maybe jeans, and they're like, "Come on, dude, let's go!" And they're you know <laughs> just hanging out late, I suppose, on a on a you know Thursday night. Huh. It's oh. it's all right. It's it's fun. I'm excited to you know I want to get this medal. I don't know why I'm doing all this because I want a medal. <laughs> Need this metal. I want to be rewarded. I want to get like a dope ass thing that says the ink and trail on it. And, I, and I'll be like, yeah, hell yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. Little rewards inspire. Like, if you want me to get something, promise me like some stuff and I'll do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. Just <laughs> give them a medal or some sort of yeah. trophy. I don't know. Yeah, give me something and I will do whatever. <laughs> if you're like, <laughs> all right, if you do this, I will give you this. And I'll be like, okay. It's that simple. I'm a transactionary person. I'll be like, yeah, all right. You're like the rat in the maze. They just put the cheese down. You're like, ooh, the cheese. Yeah, Gotta but do the cheese maze. is good, though. <laughs> cheese is good, though. Uh, I mean, cheese is good. How many, the thing is, like, was it you? Somebody I was talking to, and I was like, oh, yeah, I made a grilled cheese, but I use, or no, a burger or something. I use Munster cheese because Munster cheese melts better. And I don't remember who it was. It, was, it might have been in our D&D group, like, one of those people was like, uh, I've never heard of Munster cheese. And I was like, what the shit? It wouldn't be me. I love Munster. I oh, yeah. actually, the other day, I think I had like um, a, a horseradish Munster maybe. Something like that. It was Ooh. delicious. Oh, yeah. I love a good Munster. That's what I have on my turkey sandwiches. Yeah. Munster's my favorite, like, put it on a burger or a sandwich cheese. Like it's. I, I don't mm. know if I put it on a burger just because, like, I like my burger cheeses a little more like oomph. You know what I mean? Like oomph. Have a little nah, like nah, oomph I to like it. it. Melty. Melty cheese. Then I would go with an American. It may be fake, but it melts like nothing nah, else. Nah, oh, nah, that good. monster melts. That monster melts. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. That monster melts. <laughs> that monster melts. Um, I'm not a big like cheddar. On like Cheddar, melted cheddar never turns out good. Yeah. yeah it's nah. never good. Not a big melted cheddar. Pretty. It's got a bit of like a, there's a bite to it. I it's got like an oily thing going. Like it, it, whenever you melt cheddar, it never melts right. Yeah, I feel that. Speaking of walking. <laughs> so speaking of uh, cheeses. Speaking yeah, of right. cheeses. <laughs> speaking of walking, we had a friend come here, so we took him downtown. So I had my, you know, annual uh, go downtown. We went to the, uh, we went to the aquarium. My annual go downtown. <laughs> my annual go downtown, you know how it is. So went to the aquarium, pretty fun. Saw the fish and the lizards, and the frogs and the you know all those. There's some crazy fish in there, dude. Um, and what, then, time out. What does that mean? What does that? What does that mean? There's some, some crazy, crazy fish. fish in there. 
You see some fish you don't even know existed. Or like frogs. You're just like, whoa, that frog's small, but it's like got crazy spots and everything. And you're like, oh, that frog's poison. You know? I wish I, I wish I saw the world through your eyes. Like, oh, <laughs> that frog's so small. <laughs> uh, so you did the aquarium stuff. And then uh, we were getting food at one of the places by Navy Pier. And there were two people or two groups of people we walked by that I had to write down what they said. So the first one was this group of like, I want to say eight men by a yacht. And the one guy just says out loud, this is all I heard from their conversation. So these three women standing there with nothing on. And that was it. That's all I heard. What? <laughs> you need to like stick around for more. I don't, you can't keep coming with like stories that are like, and I heard them say, and I walked in and everyone was naked and they said, welcome to the party. And then I didn't hear anymore. Like, you can't keep doing that. You can't just stop walking and then, like, move over to him. No, you got to stop and be like, go on. <laughs> That's all I heard is just that one a group of men by all the yachts. And he's like, he's three women standing there with nothing on. That was it. I'll never know. I but you. I know that happened. I hate you for that. What a terrible story. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> so we were walking back to, the, uh, to our car and then... There's a big, like, pothole in the ground, and then Toast was walking, and she, like, stepped in it and kind of stumbled. And we were like, oh, you okay? And then this guy that, I swear to God, he looked like Bilbo Baggins when he's, like, 100 years old. <laughs> and he's, like... Like, uh, good Bilbo or, like, creepy jump scare Bilbo? Creepy jump scare Bilbo. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe a little blended in between. So, <laughs> so uh, she was like, oh, sorry, because he was, like, behind us. And he was like, it's all right. There's a hole in the ground. There's a hole in the ground. And we we're like, yep. And he's like, call the mayor. Call the mayor. Tell him. Fix that hole. I'll do it. Fix that hole. <laughs> we're like, we'll do that. I don't think the mayor's going to do anything, but yep. It's all right. That was, uh, <laughs> he was just, he's very happy. There's a hole in the ground. That was, uh, honestly, him being like creepy Bilbo just made it better. <laughs> I, I mean, I question, <laughs> it just sounds like every Chicago guy. I mean, like every, <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of guys like him in Chicago who are like little tiny creepy pillows. <laughs> there are, yeah, there probably are. <laughs> there's a decent amount. Yeah, I feel like meatball transitions. If you make it past meatball prime, you transition into Bilbo. <laughs> oh, and then uh, Saturday, uh, we went to the Ren Fair. Oh my God, yes. Yep. And we saw the Mud Brothers. They're back. They're kicking. <laughs> They're still going. They all made it through COVID all right? That's great. <laughs> they did. I was worried, but they all, they all made it through. Uh, and then when you walked in, one of them had his little, like, uh, I don't know, not fedora thing. What's those little hats with the thingy on top? Fez? Yeah, the Fez. He had a Fez on, and he was wrapped up in a towel, and he would, like, open the towel, and it says Mud Show, and it would show their times. And he'd be like, Mud Show! And then this one woman walked up to him, and she's like, you threw mud at me the other year. And he's like, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's what you're going there for. I don't know what she's complaining about. Yeah, I think she was I think she was just happy. She was just, like, teasing him about it. And he was just like, oh, ho, ho, ho. I just love walking around there. I actually ran into some fans. That was pretty neat. They are like, you Crendor? And I was like, I think I am. 
Uh, Are you Crendor? <laughs> Are you Crendor? I mean, that's, that's why my go-to is like, uh, I think I am. I hope I am. Who were uh, these? Who were these? Who were these? Who were these? I'm going to say delinquents. Who were these delinquents? <laughs> well, that's all Crendor fans. Oh, uh, that's true. There's a, I think there's like two or three of them. Although one guy, he, he was just like, are you a YouTuber? He's like, I don't even know who you are, but those people are saying hi to you. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I watched that one guy on World of Warcraft. And I was like, Asmongold. And he's like, no, the other one. I was like, S-Fan. And he's like, yeah, the, the guy with the big curly hair. And I was like, yeah, it sounds like S-Fan. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, people are like half... They're halfway, like, wasted already. Yeah, I believe that. I feel like something else happened to Ren Fair. I had a beer, walked around. Good time. I feel uh, like something else happened at the Ren Fair. I had a beer. <laughs> good time. Walked around. Good time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's the Ren Fair, right? There's only so many things you can do. But it was nice because we didn't get to go last year because of COVID. So I think uh, it was really crowded. So I think everybody's just like, the Ren Fair's back. Get in the car. And they just go. Can I tell you something? Totally crazy. Sure. I had a Crendor moment, and I wrote right. it down. And I, I feel like this is this is something you would you would you would think about. And so I wrote this down because it hit me like, wow, that's a Crendor moment. <laughs> All right. So I was coming off the elevator in my apartment complex, and I saw a guy, and he saw me, and we both smiled and said, "Hey," and then did not say another word. And I walked away, and the first thought I had was like, "Does the idea of smiling?" And saying hello signify you are not a threat to a person. That's why, you know, I'm always doing it to people. I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> and I just, like, big smile, like, walk by. Like, hey, I don't want, I want, don't want you to think I'm going to hurt you. And I don't know why I do that. I don't know. A lot of times you meet people and they, like, are stone-faced. And you can't yeah. judge them at all. You don't know nothing about them. And me, I'm just like, oh, Hello. And then, like, keep walking by, like, <laughs> like, hey, what's up? And I, like, walk by. And I don't know why I do that, but I feel like it is some sort of societal ingrained, like, I am letting you know that I am not a threat to your person. And everything is okay because I've said hello to you and I acknowledge you are friend. I feel like that's, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, boy, <laughs> this is some Crendor shit right here. I think it's definitely societal. I mean, like, if you go to somewhere like Japan... Like, they don't smile at each other. They just walk, and they just keep themselves and do their thing. But, like, they're not worried because they're like, I'm just doing my thing. They're doing their thing, and we just do our thing. While here, it's like, that guy look at me funny. That guy look at me funny. <laughs> right? So, it's like, yeah, I feel like it's definitely more, um, it's, I feel like more cultural and Western culture, at least. Right? Because, I, mean, I mean, you'll see people, and like you said, they're stone-faced, and, you know, they might just be anxious. They might just be, like, socially anxious or keeping themselves and not wanting to talk, and you're just like, oh, I bet that person might not be friendly, right? But when they see you being like, hey, and they're like, ah, he's just a goofy guy. I mean, like, I don't, I don't know, man. I try so hard <laughs> to come off as, like, nice, because people, <laughs> boy, boy, howdy. Every time I'm, I'm, I, like, meet a new person, they always think I'm, like... Either there's only two versions of me. Either I'm gonna be the guy who attacks them, or I'm like that guy you definitely can ask money from. That's it. That's the only two versions people see of me. They're like, oh, this guy's so nice. I bet I could ask him for a few dollars, or I gotta stay away from this guy. He looks like a killer. And I'm just like, what do you those are my two options? That's how you see me? 
<laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, you're you're, you're never gonna convince everybody. I mean, somebody might look at you and you're like, hey, hoo -hoo, and they're like, oh, that guy's crazy. Well, I don't do that. I'm like, oh, hey, so I'm not like, hey, <laughs> welcome to my YouTube channel. I'm not like that. All right. Well, I mean, you know, when you put it like that, I mean, that's just me. I guess that's just being social and normal. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I think some people aren't social and I get it. But also, if I don't say hi. People size me up like, if I have to fight this guy, can I take him? Every time. <laughs> I'm also not like you. Like, I mean, I'll say like, hi or whatever, but I'm very, I'm more closed off. Right, but you, you won't like tell. purposefully, do you, if you're in an elevator and someone comes in. Right. Do you purposefully stand with your face to that person? No. Exactly. When I get in an elevator, people will turn and look at me like, this guy's going to throw some shit down. Like, I got to be ready just in case this guy wants to fight. And then I smile. I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? And they're like, oh, not much. And then they are suddenly comfortable. And I have gone my entire life never feeling threatening. And I came to L.A. and now everyone is like, oh, this guy's about to hurt me. And I don't know what it is, Grendor. I don't know what it is. It's very weird. Um. Oh, I know what I was gonna I was gonna bring up. So I had a dream, alright? I had a crazy dream that St. Louis stopped existing. Okay, you know when I said I <laughs> think I understand Crendor thoughts and I'm like I'm having Crendor thoughts, I now realize that is not the case. I'm like at level one and you are at thirty three and a third living your best life. I alright, yeah, alright. So what what? In my dream, I had like it was like my family wanted to go on a vacation. I'm like, all right, I'm driving. So I was like driving like the family on vacation. Like, we got to get to St. Louis. And I kept trying to put it into the Google Maps, and it wouldn't pop up. And I was like trying different spellings of St. Louis. And I was like, it's not showing up. It's not coming up. I don't think it exists. And they're like, no, it exists. And then I started like Googling it, and like I still couldn't find anything. And then there was like a big map that popped up of all these cities in Missouri, and they were just not St. Louis. It was like... Made up like made up towns. My brain just threw together like uh, Pastaville and like Bugadow, you know, just like random letters. It's like, I don't know, I'm in a dream, right? Right, right. And then I woke up and I was like, What the shit? And then I had to like go to the computer. I was like, St. Louis, and I'm like, All right, we're good, it exists. <laughs> it was weird. I have some pretty vivid dreams when I have dreams. Most of the dreams. I had an oh my god, I had another dream that reminds me where I had this the stupid thing where you realize you're dreaming. You ever get that? Um, I, I mean I think I've had something similar to it, but I don't know. You'd have to describe it to me. I mean it's pretty uh pretty on like what, what happened to you? Like what what so, uh, yeah, what happened? I feel like this is the step people get to to lucid dream. But instead of being like, whoa, I'm dreaming. I can create whatever I want. I can fly in a dragon. I can, you know, do whatever. I'm, I'm like, I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming. You, like, start panicking. And in your dream, you start panicking about dreaming. You're just like, oh, God, I'm dreaming. I got to wake up. Like, for whatever reason, I always have to wake up when I realize I'm dreaming. And it's like, you got to wake up. And I start trying to move. And I'm like, I can't move. And you, like, realize your body's paralyzed. And you're just like, Ugh. and then one time I had it and I thought I woke up, but I was inceptioning myself. I woke up in a dream within a dream and then I woke up. And the other time I was just like, blah. And then 
like I, I managed to move my neck and that woke me up. But I remember one time, this is a completely different one. Uh, I woke up and then I was like, oh, I must have woken up. And then I looked over and there's like toaster woman next to me and she was just looking at me. And it was like a weird, like, it was like a horror movie. She was just like staring and had no face. And I was like, what the shit? And then I woke up again and then she was just normally there. I would love for a dream interpreter to dr- interpret that. <laughs> I'm sure that would make for a lovely conversation in your household. <laughs> well, I told her that. I was like, I woke up and then I thought you were there. And then it was like, you're, it was no face you. And then I woke up again. And it was normal you. I've never. That's some crazy shit. Uh, the, the worst dream experience I've ever had that actually was like, oh, no, I was on a plane. And I fell asleep on a plane and, like, just sitting in my chair. And whatever I had done, I guess I had um, fallen asleep with my teeth biting down on my tongue. And it hurt very bad. Like, I was clearly biting on my tongue. And I was awake, but my eyes would not open and my body was still not fully awake yet. And so I'm sure it was mere seconds, but it felt like an eternity where I was Mm. sitting there in actual pain, biting on my tongue, but I couldn't release my jaw. And it wasn't until I know I could open my eyes and my whole body suddenly relaxed that I was able to stop. But like, I actually had teeth marks on my tongue when I got, (laughs) when I landed, I looked at the, the, uh, you know, the hotel bathroom window or window, oh my god, the mirror. Looked out the window, there was my tongue. No, I uh, looked in the, the mirror, and yeah, I had these bite marks on my tongue. And I guess I was sleeping and just sort of like bit down on it. And it wasn't until it started to hurt that I that I woke up. And then it just, I wouldn't wait. I think I was still in that phase of like, your body's still coming coming to. It was wild. I, I was like, nope, never want to go through that again. That was terrible. Yeah, I guess it's probably like a... A, you know, similar type of thing. It's it's very much like the body paralysis that hits you. That's what I'm that saying, like yeah. freaks you out. I guess it is worse if you're in pain on top of it. My yeah, go-to just... is I always just roll my head. That always wakes me up. Wasn't that the... It's like the inner ear thing, right? I know that Inception actually talks about it in a way that's way cooler than I could describe it. Oh, yeah. But yeah, there's <laughs> like, you know, you have like an equilibrium thing where suddenly you're like, whoa, something's wrong, and you snap out of it. Yeah. No, it is really weird. And then you wake up and you're like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, just like, just like that. You wake up like some sort of pod person. Yeah. Yeah, You've come out of a pod and you're like, (laughs) yeah, you're sucking in air for the first time into your lungs that have never been used. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it was uh, a great time. (laughs) <laughs> well, <laughs> speaking of a great time, there's my transition. Hey oh. Meundies is a great time for your butt. That's terrible. That's not that's not good at all. <laughs> but that's because they're so comfy. They are amazing. Me Undies is not just the company giving you micro modal, but now they have stretch cotton undies as well. And baby, they're amazing. MeUndies believes in something we're all entitled to, and that is comfort. Their new stretch cotton collection offers everyday undies, bralettes, socks, and under tees. And just like MeUndies micro-modal fabric, their organic stretch cotton 
is also sustainable and designed to be the softest thing you've ever worn. Available in sizes XS to 4XL. MeUndies offers countless styles, cuts, and limited edition prints to choose from. So you can, you know, find whatever your comfort is. Comfort for all, basically. MeUndies has an amazing offer for you listening right now. If you want to be like Crendor and I, and you want to wear your MeUndies, uh, I saw they had MeUndies Shark Week ones that they have right now, and I want to let you know. I kind of want them so I can have sharks on my butt. So whenever I fart, I fart on a shark. Anyway, um, <laughs> what right. I'm thinking, you know. <laughs> anyway, MeUndies has a great offer for you right now. You can get 15% off your first purchase and free shipping. MeUndies also has a problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with their product for any reason whatsoever, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. So right now, if you want to get 15% off first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash Crendor. That's MeUndies.com slash Crendor. That's me. Also, today we're brought to you by Quip. Quip is doing a lot when it comes to your oral health. First, they got brushing, right? They got the, you can get the toothbrush, you can get the toothpaste, they got floss, they had gum. Now, oral rinsing mouthwash. Mouthwash is a key to your whole mouth's health because it gets in between the teeth to kill all the bad breath germs and help strengthen enamel. Thankfully, over at Quip, their oral care experts have made it so much simpler to make mouthwash part of your daily oral care routine. I know we've been saying forever on this show, Quip's electronic toothbrush is amazing. The floss is great. We talk about it, you know, at least once a month. Well, now they've launched a new mouthwash to help you complete your clean. Plus, it comes in a refillable dispenser that's delightful to use and sleek enough to fit right on the bathroom counter. It has a refillable dispenser with a compact footprint that looks great in any bathroom, big and small. And it has five colors, two high-end finishes to choose from, and you're guaranteed to find one that matches your style. This is the one mouthwash you definitely don't want to hide under your sink. Along with mouthwash, Quip also delivers fresh brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills every three months from $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the hassle, the hustle, the bustle, the bassle of in-store shopping. With affordable refills plus free shipping, it's easy to keep your whole mouth healthy, and man, that is the point. Join over 5 million mouths already using Quip and start swishing today. If you want to get in on this, all you got to do is go to Get. Quip.com slash Crendor5. Right now, it's $5 off the mouthwashing starter kit. That's getquip, G-E-T-Q-I-P.com slash Crendor5 to get $5 off a mouthwash starter kit, which includes a refillable dispenser and 90-day dose of the four times concentrated formula. Get it at getquip.com slash Crendor5. Let's go to Chapter Cover 7 with the guy the Crendor. How's that traffic out there? Oh boy, traffic out here is still pretty crazy because it's the summertime, everybody's driving around, they got their vaccines, they're going out, they're partying, they're uh, anti-partying, they're bopping, they're whopping, they're staying home. Wait, that wouldn't make sense. It's traffic. Uh, they're... Uh, uh, back to you. <laughs> I think he had a stroke. Anyway, <laughs> now let's go over to Crendor at the weather desk. How's that weather? Weather time. 
Uh, let's see. Let's see. We got any weather requests over here? Any weather requests? Weather time. It's weather time. Everyone loves weather time. See, I'm, I'm stalling for you. Weather time. It's weather good, time. Good, good, good. Weather time for you. Beautiful song. Uh, looks like today <laughs> the weather is going to be at Caringbah NSW Australia. Caringbah. Caringbah. NSW Australia? North Southwest NSW? NSW? <laughs> New South Wales. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, North Southwest Australia. Caringbah, <laughs> uh, New South Wales, Australia. It is currently 56 degrees Fahrenheit. Mostly cloudy. Strong wind warning. Uh-oh. Strong winds. 54. Uh, humidity 55%. Pressure 30.04 inches. Visibility 8 miles. Wind 11 miles an hour. Dew point 40. UV 2 of 10. And the old moon phase hitting up that waxing gibbous. You got a 6.57 a.m. sunrise and a 5.06 p.m. sunset. The Caring Ball looks like it is basically just a suburb of Sydney. I guess is what it is. I'm going to make that assumption based on nothing except one map. Uh, all right. <laughs> I'd say it's a good assumption. Uh, 10 days, 60, uh, partly cloudy. Tuesday, you're going to get 63, mostly cloudy. Wednesday, 58 a.m. showers and winds, 62, mostly sunny. Friday, 59, cloudy. Saturday, 63, mostly sunny. Sunday, partly cloudy wind. Monday, 59 and sunny. And Tuesday, 63 and sunny. Uh, honestly, pretty pleasant weather. Yeah. Uh, what are we we're coming into uh spring technically it does look like spring weather if i had to take a wild like guess we're slowly there. coming into spring i'm not sure how it works in australia also but. i'm gonna bring up something kind of unrelated but kind of related uh-huh did, did your parents ever like turn on the weather channel but like not like the weather weather channel like the one that just shows the radar and it would just be like uh, weather in blah 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 and it would just like read out stuff and then it just play like jazz music like I, here's the thing I don't know if they did the weather channel version of that but my mom frequently while waiting for stuff to record which is a thing she does she like records so much TV and then she'll be like oh did you see this and play like a Christmas special from 1996 or some nonsense like what the hell <laughs> um, but it's a lot of, uh, there's at least spectrum has like spectrum one network. Oh yeah. And most of it is like, here's your local forecast. Like, yes, absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. They, my parents all the time just like put on the, put on the radar, put on the forecast and they just put that on for like background music. And then you're looking you're like, I guess it's going to rain maybe or up. Oh, no, no clouds. Well, I think when you live in a place where there is weather, it's a lot more interesting to put that on. In LA, yeah. it's like, put on the weather, and it's like, another day of sun. <laughs> it's like, another sunny day. Blue skies gold yeah, there's, and sunshine. There's absolutely no weather at all. It's like, another hot yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh so I, just, I was throwing that out there. Comment below if you also enjoy that. Because I was, I was thinking about that. I'm like, do they have act, like an actual soundtrack for the old Weather Channel like thing? And I looked it up, and there's an actual weather soundtrack 
that they used to use. And people were like, yes, my family would put this on in the background. And then people were freaking out being a nostalgic Google for Weather it. Channel soundtrack. <laughs> the Weather Channel soundtrack playlist by Chris Holmes is on Spotify. Oh, Time my out. God. What? Time out. Time. Oh, my God. It has. I'm already down to 469, 516 songs. 574 <laughs> songs is what it has. The Weather Channel <laughs> sound, songs featured on the Weather Channel during local forecast segments and others from 1982 through the 90s. Amazing. <laughs> There's some good songs in there. I love this. Yeah, there's songs like Hideaway by David Sanborn. Or I Can't Tell You Why by a lot of Kenny G. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is so much Kenny G. Oh, I was about to be like, look at all these names. A lot Kenny G makes bank off the weather. So much Kenny G. Oh, my God. There's so much of it. Like, every eighth song is a Kenny G song. Wow. Well, there you go. Kenny G. Can't beat it. Imagine. It's like, what do you do, what do, you do for a living? It's like, made Weather Channel music, now I get royalties. Yeah. I mean, I always thought Kenny G was like when, you know, when people over 50 were definitely trying to have sex. But I guess it's Weather Channel, too. Maybe that's why. Oh, no, Crendor. Maybe that's why they're like, put on oh, the Weather boy. Channel. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's the that's the weather. Unless you want to tell us about pairing, Bob. <laughs> why don't you put on the Weather Channel over there, Eric? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh <laughs> How's caring by? You find any crazy things or no? Is it just no? Karen, uh, it just appears to be a suburb. I went and looked oh. through, and there was there's a whole bunch of nothing. All right, crikey, mate, crikey. Let's move on. I'm sure we'll get a message from them. Like, there's actually much to do here. Which, by the way, if you want to message us, if you want to sell us on your city, we will take swag from your city. That's true. We have a PO box. Send it to the send. Send everything, all your swag to us, and we'll rep your city. Yes, without a doubt. All right, let's go to sports. Sports. We are at the sports desk. We've got crazy sports happening now. By crazy sports, I mean it's really just baseball and basketball uh, and then Olympics coming up. Uh, basketball's been crazy. It's been the Bucks and the Suns. I've been watching some of that while I'm building some Warhammer stuff. And Oh, my God, yesterday's game. That was insane. It was tied 2-2. They go to Phoenix, and then, uh, you know, Bucks were, I think they were up by, like, two or something and then phoenix had the ball with like 20 seconds left and the suns got it stripped and then he like did an alley-oop to giannis it was oh my god that was a spicy ending <laughs> uh, it was a so, spicy ending <laughs> spicy ending bucks are up three two now i'm cheering for the bucks uh that's just that's what i'm doing i want the bucks to win they're just a more likable team too chris paul's kind of like a kind of like a douchey noodle player you know <laughs> Douchey uh, noodle player. Like he wants to get his finals, and he wants to get a finals win. But like hey, he's just like shoving people around. You know, yeah, what a douchey playing, noodle. Yeah, he's playing sob basketball. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> what uh, a basketball. douchey noodle. <laughs> what a douchey noodle, dude. Um, and then over in baseball, you got Boston up at the top. You got the White Sox at the top. Houston, the Mets, the Milwaukee Brewers, and the San Francisco Giants. Uh, and then the Olympics are happening, I think, like five days. Can I tell you, they I went down days. a rabbit hole. I went down a rabbit hole of Olympic stuff today. Um, mm -hmm. I read an article that was like, hey, in order to prevent 
Olympic athletes from having sex. They made the beds out of cardboard. And I was like, that's <laughs> insane. And then I read about it, and I looked at the beds, and they were like cardboard beds. And I was like, what if you're like a weightlifter? You're going to crush through the bed. Yeah. So I was like, this is weird. But then I, someone responded like, this is actually not true. This is BS. Do not believe this. People can literally just take the mat off. You can still have sex. Like that's, This is a non-story. Yeah. <laughs> the real story here is that they plan on um, recycling all the materials they're using for the Olympics. And they're trying to be like very, you know, earth friendly. Oh, I see. And then some responder is like, that's not true at all. This is BS. I live in Japan and this is the truth. And I was like, I'm down the rabbit hole now. Here we go. <laughs> and he was like, in Japan, the cardboard something, I guess like the cardboard lobby is really in with the people who are in power right now. And so basically they got like a sweetheart deal to do almost all of this construction stuff for the Olympics. <laughs> and that's why everything is cardboard. Not because they're, they're being good, but because basically they're like corrupt. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I don't know cardboard. what's real anymore. I don't know which of these three stories to believe. I know they're all crazy. I imagine all of it's a little bit true. And I was like, this is what happens when you read the news and actually research. You find out like a million things. So I have no clue, but I was like, this is great. This is funny. I mean, yeah, that's... Out of, out of all the stories, I believe Big Cardboard the most. Oh, big yeah, that sounds about right. trying to take over. Like, the people banging, like, they're going to bang anyway. They'll be like, oh, I've, I'm they're stuck athletes. in my cardboard bed. <laughs> if there's anyone Step more bro. prepared to have sex in a million different ways, it's an athlete. Like, yeah. come on. Like, yeah. that's, that doesn't make any sense. And the cardboard beds being recyclable, like, I don't makes mean... Sense. I guess like it kind of makes sense. Like money but, and protecting the planet and stuff. Like, okay. But there's a million other recyclable things that they could have used instead. The fact that it's like, oh, big cardboard is in with the government <laughs> makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Plus, go online, look up those beds. They are the least comfortable looking beds I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> they really I've never are, seen anything yeah. like it. It looks terrible. I was like, this looks like when you would make a throne out of, like, like beer, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. put like a bunch of like you get a lot of cases of beer. They're like, this is my beer throne. That's what it looks like. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, man. Like I, uh, I like big cardboard story. That's the one I'm sticking to the most. It makes sense. It checks out. Olympics. Yeah. They're they're coming up. <laughs> um, that's sports. All right. What is our big? Fact of the day. I was about to say news, but I know we gotta do this. There you go. Um, you can sneeze faster than a cheetah can run. That I, mean, I I believe that to be true. Your sneezes are like powerful. That's yeah. Sneezes are pretty powerful. I believe that too. That's not a crazy fact. I'm gonna find a different one. What is it like? Forty six miles an hour or something like that. It is. Uh, I don't even think they say we can sneeze faster, four and a half times faster than Usain Bolt's record, and twenty times faster than Michael Phelps. Uh, hundred miles an hour is the sneeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if cheetahs like top speed is like I don't know, forty to sixty or something wild like that. I can't remember, but I yeah, that's why it's so hard to keep your eyes open when you sneeze because the force of your sneeze is so powerful, and people like try to hold in sneezes. Don't do that. <laughs> just sneeze <laughs> the people who are like when their sneezes are like <laughs> like that and like nah sneeze if you're gonna sneeze let it out uh yeah no i do that all the time I'm like <laughs> when i sneeze i like wind up and then you know just let it out yeah you just gotta go and like get over it here's a crazy fact pluto technically isn't even a year old 
What? That's right. Pluto was discovered February 18, 1930. It is the farthest dwarf planet from the sun, requiring it to go much farther distance than we are used to on Earth. It takes 248 Earth years for Pluto to complete one rotation. This place is Pluto's first birthday since its discovery on Monday, March 23, 2178. Oh, my God. That's well, insane. considering it's not a planet, I guess it doesn't matter. Way to go, science. Thanks, science. There's your fact. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, what's our big news story of the day? Big news story of the day. This is a honker. Nicholas Cage says he knew his relationship with wife Rico Shibata could work after discovering she keeps flying squirrels. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is, I believe this is his much younger wife. Um, yes. Uh, yes. I believe he's like 50 and she's like 26. Or Here's 20 the thing. Two. I not only do I feel this on like a deep level, <laughs> but I get it. If you find if you're a crazy person and you find someone that matches your crazy, That's age true. should not matter. Because <laughs> frankly, I think if he's like she keeps flying squirrels. To me, if I would if I le- live the life of a man who like I collect different weird animals and I fly them to my private island and I have <laughs> dinosaur skulls and I like let the man have his day. I think uh, great for him. I think great for him. And here's the thing. <laughs> she's into it? If she was like, oh, Nick Cage? Yeah, that's my kind of hot. If that's what she wants, bless. Bless. <laughs> I'd say great for both of them. Now, I will say this is Nick Cage's uh, fifth wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, fifth time's the charm, I guess. I mean, maybe he doesn't know what he's looking for. <laughs> That's true. Uh, let's see what it says. The actor Nicholas Cage said that he knew he could have a successful relationship with his wife after discovering her love for an unusual animal, flying squirrels. We met in Japan, and I thought she was studying when I met her. We had a lot in common, he said uh, at the premiere of his new film, Pig. She likes animals, too, so I asked her, do you have any pets? And she said, I have flying squirrels. She had two sugar gliders. I thought, that's it. This could work out. Representative for Cage told People Magazine that Cage and Shibata tied the knot earlier in the year. Very small, intimate wedding in Vegas. Pig premieres the first time couple's been seen. Of in course, Vegas. In Vegas. Uh, I'm quite excited to take a picture with her, he said. Uh, it is Nick Cage's fifth wife. The National Treasure star is previously married to the actress Patricia Arquette between 95 Arquette? and 2000. Arquette, sure. Between 95 and 2001, then Lisa Marie Presley, the daughter yep. of Elvis, from 2002 to 2004. Yep. Earlier this year, uh, Cage told a radio show he, was, he and Shibata got engaged on a video call because they were separated due to the corona pra- uh, pandemic. She left New York and went back to Kyoto, and I went to Nevada, and I haven't seen her for six months. We're really happy together, and we're really excited to spend that time together, so I finally just said, look, I want to marry you, and we got engaged on FaceTime. Cage sent her a black diamond engagement ring. Uh, I mean, that sums up a black diamond engagement ring is the most (laughs) Nick Cage thing I've ever heard. I'm looking through his past relationships, which is amazing. Oh, yeah, I I was looking through those. Yeah, so he, Patricia Arquette, who's David Arquette, that whole thing, you know, Uh, Lisa Marie Presley, obviously, Elvis. Mm -hmm. Alice Kim was from 2004 until 2016. That's a long-ass marriage. I guess they had a kid, I think. Oh, wow. I mean, yes, they were married a pretty long time. Then he married Erica... Erica Koke? 
Koike? Koike? Not even a year. <laughs> Less than a year. Yeah. <laughs> Through all of 2019. 2019 was it for them. <laughs> and then he instantly rebounded. <laughs> He's like, and now I'm married again. <laughs> I, it, it is. I do have like a question about his like his transition from like white ladies into only Asian women. I do. <laughs> really I do did. have a question about this. I do. I do. I am curious why this has happened. But like, okay. He has a quote of from marrying uh, Alice Kim and said, "I'm married into another culture, and it's interesting because in Korea they call me the son-in-law." Like, what? Isn't that what the most people call their <laughs> son-in-law? <laughs> their son-in-law. I guess probably it's like crazy. the Presley family was like this bastard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah it says with the presleys oftentimes when you have two people who are very strong in their own personalities and rather intense sometimes you can have a hard time meshing so they just probably just fought a lot obviously this man i feel like this man just needs to learn how to date because from 1995 to 2001 he was married then from 2002 right. to 2004 he was married then from 2004 to 2016 he was married then two th so he had like a three year period between 2016 and 2019 where he wasn't married <laughs> yeah. and then he immediately got married again and then after that immediately got married again Nick <laughs> you can just date people you don't have to instantly marry them <laughs> He's like, I gotta get married gotta get married I guess uh, I, I, like, it's such a, like it definitely seems like a weird guy thing of just like i'm going through some stuff and i the only way i can show love is through proposal like i just don't it's so yeah. weird the weird so this is what it says with his erica koiki relationship by far kate's shortest lived marriage the actor tied the knot to the makeup artist in 2019 in las vegas after a year of dating in the court documents the blast cage claims that they were both intoxicated and he quote <laughs> Lacked understanding of his actions in marrying her to the extent that he was incapable of agreeing to the marriage. He also claimed that there were grounds for an annulment since Koiki didn't disclose to Cage the full nature and extent of her relationship with another person. Oh shit! He was uh, mad. He was mad. She was dating some other guy. And then the Oscar winner allegedly. Alleged Koiki didn't inform him of her criminal history, including additional active criminal proceedings. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my, yeah, that's a that's a crazy relationship right there. Meanwhile, <laughs> the photo I found of him and his current wife—it's them walking, I assume, in an airport tarmac, and then <laughs> something like in an airport hallway. And he's wearing a gray suit with the craziest hat I've ever seen while carrying a whale. And <laughs> she is looking lovingly at the whale. It is a, uh, it's a, you know what? Get it, Nick. I will always be a fan. I can't wait to watch Pig. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Wait, what? His ex-wife that he was married to for 12 years attended his wedding. I believe That's that. That's kind of weird. I believe that. <laughs> I think Nick Cage is still friends with all these people because there's a reason why he does all these movies because they're taking they're taking like half the paycheck. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess if you marry five people, you probably uh, owe a lot of money to people. I would say that you you probably do. Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, well, there oh my you god, go. there you go. Yeah. Nick Cage relationships. I love it. All right. Well, that is it for us. Thank you so much for listening and watching. However, you're enjoying this podcast. Crendor, hit him with the socials. 
We've got socials. We got youtube.com slash Coxcrendor podcast. Find all the podcasts over there. You cut off the podcast part. Go to youtube.com slash Coxcrendor. You got all the animations over there. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. We're on probably some other places. You can follow our other stuff. We got youtube.com slash Jesse Cox. YouTube.com slash Crendor. Twitch.tv Jesse Cox. Twitch.tv slash Crendor. Patreon Jesse Cox. Patreon Crendor. Uh, Instagram Crendor was taken. Instagram Notorious Cox. And Twitter Jesse Cox. Twitter Crendor. And that's it. Okay. Well, we'll see you all next time. And as always, to be continued. Thank you.